never take anything for granted in life. Whatever you take for granted will one day be taken away from you. Believe me. Anything you take for granted in your life will one day be taken away from you. Because nature says, I will give it to somebody who values. It does not give plants to sand because it knows it won't sprout there. Nature only gives the right seed to the right amount of earth at the right place. It is so intelligent, self-fulfillingly intelligent, it knows who to give what. That's why only cactuses or cacti grow in sand. If you are soft, if you are mellow, if you are moist, it will give you the seeds of a flower or of a giant tree. So you make yourself a worthy recipient and you will receive the right thing. Ask and you shall receive is only the half truth. You have to be ready to receive. No matter how much you love your child, you won't hand him or her $5,000, say, okay, look, I trust you, you won't you know, spend it just like that. Let's say the child is only six years old. You'll say, look, I'm making a deposit for you, all right? I'm making a term deposit for you. When you are 16 or 18 or something, when you would know what money is and you have a concept of spending, that's when I'll give it to you. So unless you're ready, nature can't give it to you. And if you take anything forcefully, it will take it back. Because nature's only dharma, the word dharma has no English equivalent. Dharma is not duty, dharma is not protocol, dharma is not system, dharma is not merely a framework, dharma is not merely a way of doing things. It is all of these. Nature's only dharma is evolution, its growth, its survival. And that's why it is forever moving towards sustaining itself. So when you help nature sustain itself, you will grow as well. If you're only concerned about you, very little is possible then. You may make a lot of money, you may be very famous, but you won't be at peace. That's for sure. And many times in life you have a choice between being right and being at peace. If you choose being at peace and don't care about being right in the eyes of the other person or proving yourself right, then you'll always be at peace. And that choice, the ability to make that choice comes from mindfulness. And you build mindfulness with meditation and you do meditation after or while you inculcate or instill and imbibe compassion, discipline and gratitude in your life. And this takes me to the fourth virtue which is detachment. It's very hard to practice the first three without detachment. If I want to be disciplined, for example, and my mind is saying, look, your body is going to hurt, why bother with this thing? 
why bother meditation? Your body will hurt. At that time, if I tell myself, no, I'm not so attached to my body. Anything that I'm detached to will make me truly love that thing and not just be possessive about it. And that's really the difference between possessiveness and love. In love, there is a degree of detachment. Some of you are here on your own and maybe your partners have agreed, okay, that you go and attend this retreat. They've done it with a degree of detachment. They've done it with a sense of love. Okay, I can't be there, no problem. But at least you go and be there. If they were so possessive about you, so attached to you, they would not allow you to be here. And you would not experience some of the moments that you have. No love is possible without detachment. There was a monk once, and uh, he did intense meditation, such intense that God manifested for him in full glory and said, what do you want? Seek a boon. Do you want infinite wisdom or do you want infinite wealth? What do you want? A lot of wisdom, a lot of wealth. He said, Lord, of course, there is no, nothing to think about here. What will I do with the wealth? Give me infinite wisdom. The Lord says, so be it, and disappears. And his disciples were all around him. Now he has infinite wisdom, you see. And a minute later he says, you know what, I should have taken the money. <laughs> you know what, I should have taken the money. What will I do with infinite wisdom? <laughs> now that he has more wisdom than any, anybody else, he's come to the conclusion <laughs> that I should have gone with wealth. Wealth is not bad. You know, money is not bad. Um, it's how you treat wealth. It's what you do with it. Anything that you have is not bad. So detachment is basically a sense of understanding at the core of it. It is understanding that what belongs to me will come back to me. I don't have to cling to anything. I'm simply a medium and nature or God or the divine power is channeling through me. And whether that's people or things in life, Whatever belongs to me will come back to me. I don't have to hold on to somebody. I don't have to cling to somebody. If that person loves me, they would want to be with me. Or maybe their way of loving is not being together. Their way of loving is maybe caring about me or providing for me. Because remember, everybody loves differently. Especially there's a huge difference between the way a man loves and a woman loves. Often. So we can't say that if you don't love me the way I want you to love me, that means you don't love me. That's ridiculous. That means you're not detached. That means you're trying to fulfill your desires through the other person. Love is complete freedom, extraordinary freedom. Two people drop all their coverings when they're truly in love. 
There are no secrets then. They stand the way they are. And that's love. And love is just another name for meditation. If you're grateful, if you're disciplined, if you are compassionate, and if you are detached, you are in love. Simple. You are already meditating at that time. That's what meditation is about. Rest all is commentary.